Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. first experience uh with a a fully electric kazoo yesterday (laughs) and let me tell you some of the jams that were popping out of this old line six jeremy jeremy full grain full reverb on the on it i mean it was felt kind of magical um so uh i'm part of a kazoo band now um and we are bussy um Ooh, oh, and that Jeremy has pulled up a picture of Kazoo from oh, from Flintstones. That was nice. That was Hello, cool. it is me, Kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> I also am, I love the Cabinet Show. <laughs> well, welcome back to Quality Time. Uh, I'm one part of the show, uh, one third of your host, uh, Mr. Eric Woodworth. I'm joined by my blood, my brother, Jeremy P. Jeremy, how are you? Hey, what are you talking about? Some crazy alien when in the Stone Age, but still there's an alien. I'm Fred Flintstone, and I want to drink some beer. I'm Fred Flintstone. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, Bonnie, where's my wife so I can beat her up? Because I'm a Stone Age man. <laughs> oh, man. So I didn't think we were going to get Fred Flintstone on the show. This is a huge get. Right in the kiss of Marty or whatever your name is. I, I forget 50s TV shows I was in. <laughs> God damn. Um, I'm also joined by uh, the very lovely, very talented Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you? I'm good, Daddy. Uh, um, Jeremy, when you were bringing up Beaten Wives, I was like, wait, does he mean the Flintstones or Queens of the Stone Age? I wasn't sure. Which... <laughs> is I, I don't know. Is it Queens of the Stone Age? They beat wives? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Did, did uh, you just hear he had the lead singer got in trouble for beating the shit out of his wife, which is um very rock and roll of him. So Is that why the, the Foo Fighters isn't back around from <laughs> Dave Grohl? That's just to draw attention away from the guy who's uh, Kang in the Marvel Universe also doing getting involved in a domestic dispute. <laughs> It's all. Is, is, is this a Mickey Coachella joke? <laughs> I got, <laughs> I've got to say, 
it is truly the most mediocre of men that are like, you know what? I got to beat my wife because if I don't show dominance, she's going to rule me. Ugh. Very sad. Very sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's, uh, I, yeah, I think, you know what? I'll take a stance. I think it's, I think it's wrong to hit women. I don't care what anybody says. You know, <laughs> I hit women. you know, sometimes if you're working and you have to work long hours at the Overlook Hotel and then you kill your family. That is true. Chop them up. Sometimes you gotta be doing that. <laughs> but you were the always, you were the always the overtaker, the undertaker. The, you always wait. the caretaker. Wait, wait, which one? Which one is in wrestling? It no, it's the undertaker. You got it right. The dead man walks amongst us. My son Kane was brutally burned by the undertaker. That's a fucking meme right there. We got to put the Undertaker in the Shining. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill my wife. Woo! <laughs> okay, now he's Ric Flair. Jeremy, you had a, a illustrious weekend. I got to see some of the pictures. Did you bring back any special stories from this year's Monster Mania Con right over in Hunt Valley? Uh, yeah, I, I, my, I was ready. I had my camera. I had my tripod. I put up my, put up my tripod, waiting for my William Shatner Q and A. And as soon as the Q and A starts, the guy who moderates is like, "No cameras are are allowed, so you can't see um, William Shatner live." So um, he literally made um, three people get in the line for 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 Mike uh, questions, and of course. I think every question, it was at least a half hour for every single question. And then he's like, <laughs> the first question is like, uh, how are you doing? He's like, I eat crabs yesterday. I'm William Shatner. This is, <laughs> did, you, did you actually see Robert Logia instead of William Shatner? Yesterday? I'm William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> What are they called? Uh, you know what a Hasa is, Frank? That's a that's that's what a Klingon don't fly straight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me more about the, 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 the captain of the Enterprise. Um. So yeah, he was so unbelievably long-winded that I think, like ten minutes later, like. Oh yeah, your question. Your question. So the man's man's doing 90, 92 years old, Jesus. but but and and he's still very entertaining. But he's 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 like he's like that Biden age, yeah, where it's like, like it'll just like it's like he's start. rambling and he can barely talk and you know not making a lot of sense. I got like, you. Like like you're like a week away from a, from a stroke. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> By the way, five months from mine. So uh, he was very lovable, and um, I think he was uh, riding around in his bandit, uh, even though he could still walk. I think what, he's. It's, what What is a William Shatner? Was he doing signings too? And what is a William Shatner signing? What was that going for? Uh, I didn't make it in. It, it's too many, too much of a crowd to even get into that area. Which was also the Christa, Christina Ricci area and the and the Brad Dourif area, mm-hmm. you know that guy from um, from uh, Blade, um, Brad Dourif. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Stephen Dourif. The the, uh, the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, 
so no, I didn't see the the the. the um, oh, oh well, the other thing was <laughs> at the last show he had a plexiglass, so in between your <laughs> your photo up, there's a screen between them, like like a plexiglass. Yeah, because you he can't get COVID, man. You know this is that's the that's Captain Kirk right there. Can't right. handle all our weird Earth diseases. Right, he needs he needs to be cryogenically frozen like ASAP. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah! But the other thing I, I heard from everybody like you can't touch him. Like don't be anywhere to touch him. Did so. you did you think that maybe it was an old age and perhaps Captain Kirk had a touch of the Pandorum? Um, I think you're thinking of inner space. Uh, yeah, you're right. I am thinking of inner space. I'm possessed. <laughs> Uh, Can I ask you about one of the pictures that I saw, Jeremy? Because Jeremy sent us some photos, and uh, maybe we can go and throw those up on the Quality Time uh, uh, Facebook page so you guys can see them. Um, You got to see uh, a bunch of people in cosplay. I saw you with the Terrifier 2. Lots of clown friends. You found the Terrifier children, which was really nice. By the way, they're not... They're not even the terrifying children. They're they're like a ripoff called a uh, uh, kid uh, dreadful. Oh, so they're that's almost like the... they're almost the they're, they're the wish dot com of the terrifier. Kids. Yeah, the, they're basically the McDowells of Terrifier. <laughs> These are the Golden Arcs. I gotcha. Uh, yes. So you got you took pictures with the hydroxy version of uh, Terrifier Kids. That's cool. And then um, I noticed this picture because it stuck out very. It stuck out to me. You had you found a cosplayer who went as I believe the was it was it the uh, princess the, the princess from 13 ghosts which is the fully nude one with all the cut marks all over her oh my god what eric why did that stick out to you i don't know why that one in particular <laughs> this, picture, <laughs> this picture that stuck out uh a because she's completely topless and just pasties over her nips and cuts everywhere um did you jeremy a did she authorize you taking this picture was this a sneak grab and b Follow-up question. Did you uh, tell her that you are the author of the song 13 Ghosts? Uh, no, but, like, after, like, just uh, staring for, like, 10 minutes, I was touching myself. <laughs> and uh, there was, like, she just would would not put her phone down where she was like, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, well, you're naked. I mean, it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> this all hey this all tracks man this all tracks i got by you. the way by the way i'm hanging with um um oh god all right Boris, before you hey, stop, 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 stop 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 for one second i want to hear this <laughs> ashley let's take a little bet will we know who this person he was hanging with is without looking up on the internet i'm gonna say i will know without looking up on the internet yeah it could go 50 50 um it could it could really go either way um i'm gonna say no i wouldn't know who okay. this person is jeremy go who were you hanging with last night carlos borloff carlos is he the in the guy from like the the mummy right or whatever like the back in the day golden age of horror he's he's the, the he's the um the child of um uh part part guar part um uh, either way gosh. i called it yeah you no, got it who's, right. who's yeah. the guy the, the guy from um 
Uh, grandma, grandma from the singing white, 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 um, the white from stripes, the 80s. 80s, the singing, oh, gosh. grandma, you mean mamas and son the papas, of a, son of a bitch, Karen Carpenter. <laughs> Eat my <laughs> what the damn singing from the, the guys oh son of a bitch the one from from clerks 2 the, the guy um oh okay oh. from clerks 2 um uh an Gosh. actor a kevin smith um yeah but Rosario they're making fun Dawson. of that. He's making fun of the, the singer from the eighties with the with the mic with the makeup. Um, um, gosh, boy George, me. boy George, son of a yeah, it's it's boy George. No, but you yes. mean the actor like Jason Mewes? No, no, he 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 runs the uh the 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 like a cable show where he looks like the guy from um, oh, God damn it, Wayne's World. So so he looks like. Part Guar and part Part Guar. He's Part Guar. Parkour. Son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, somebody somebody's gonna know this by heart. I mean it's not it's it's not winger and it's not um it's... <laughs> I'm waiting for like only our fans would be like, I know what you're talking about. Fans, if you it's know white what... it has white makeup, it's kinda like ghost, but it's not Oh Spanguli? But it's not Zanguli, but he's he's Monster Madhouse. So he run his show oh, is Monster okay. Madhouse. Yes. Okay, Monster Madhouse. Uh, King uh, his, Crimson. King uh, King King uh, King Diamond. Yes. King Diamond. There we oh, go. Yeah. Son of a Whoo! fucking bitch. Shit, yeah. Oh, wait, that's who you're it. hanging out with? Yes. So he didn't have his makeup, but okay. all of a sudden he's like, are, "Are you seeing this?" I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Well, there's a naked chick here." I was like, "What?" So he he gets his he gets his camera. He's like and he's like talking to her. He's like, so so you're naked, right? Why are you naked? <laughs> so I just walk up there like, yeah, yeah, she's naked, all right. So so okay. so no, I didn't mention uh, thirteen ghosts because I was talking to somebody naked. And um, this was your chance. She, I mean, if there's anybody who's going to be part of the 13 ghost uh, train, this was, this is it. I'm going to say it's a missed opportunity, Jeremy. Yeah. Well, there's, there's been a lot of those, those ladies with the, with the cage head and everything there. So that's not the first 13 ghost uh, opportunity. Um, I think I, I want to, I think we should all go as 13 ghosts and I will uh, be the dad. I'm going to go ahead and be um, what? Yeah, you and Jeremy are clearly the withered mother and the baby child. Oh, which one am I? I don't know. You guys have to fight amongst yourselves. <laughs> Is it because I'm the little one? I have to be the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you just have the baby face. No, so, um, face. I really think she should be in one of our f the movies eventually. Uh, but I talked to uh, Deborah Foreman. Uh, to me, she's always the Valley Girl. Back back when the the, the move the the, the oh, God damn it the the song Valley Girl came out by yeah. Frank Zappa called Valley Girl. So she she's been uh, Waxboard. She's in uh, um, uh, Mobster Lobster Man from Mars <laughs> and April April Fool's Day. So oh. let's not forget the 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 classic real genius so uh 
Yes, and I can remember who she when she was in that because uh, wasn't that the one with uh, uh, Uncle R- R- Rico in in the uh, basement of the dorm? Uh, I can't confirm or deny that one, Jeremy. But uh, we'll just say and yes. We'll and that it. was that was Dickless from uh, Ghostbusters when he they Fuck destroyed yeah. his house oh, yeah. with uh, with popcorn. Hell yeah! But uh, anyway, back to the. So anyway, she's in Valley Girl. She was very nice, and I was, uh, you know, fawning over because um, she's still looking pretty hot for a sixty-year-old. You know, hell yeah, definitely def- gilf- gilfing it. You know what I'm saying, Grandma? I'd like to fuck. Hell know? yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so hey, hey, so he she was one of two gilfs there, her and Shatner. Um, <laughs> let me let me let me go through it. So <laughs> I w- I waited I waited in line to talk to. Uh, uh, John Kassir, maybe if you've ever heard of him Shout before. Shout out, yes, ever. he does our intro, the Crypt Keeper. All, all the time. So I mentioned him, I was like, yeah, we've 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 had your shout out ever since. And, uh, you know, added, added the uh, the fake uh, Danny Elfman, which he was happy. And of course, I, he, he knows, he talks about, the, he's uh, his parents are still in uh, uh, um, Towson on Lock Raven Boulevard. Oh. But also, he, when I'm waiting for him to uh, talk to him, <laughs> who gives me like a, like a little uh, a nod to the next 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 to the booth is Kane Hodder. So he's like pointing at me, and I look I look up because I'm I'm pogoed up because I'm in I'm in full pogo asshole mode. And then so and I, for so people I, who don't know, Kane Hodder is a huge fan of John Wayne Gacy. He actually owns John Wayne Gacy artwork. He uh, he's a really big fan of his. Uh, of, and of, and his of course and of course when I got him a, 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 a pogo T-shirt originally, it said I was raped by. It. He's like. I'm not going to get this t-shirt because there's a rape joke on it. So, but, uh, but of course, so so he pointed to me. I was like, "Hey, look, it's Michael Myers." He's like, "You're an asshole." <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you're making friends with Kane Hodder, man. And I, I, I gave I gave him a, a t-shirt to uh, to uh, John Cassier. Because uh, we haven't given him anything other than the shout out for quality time, and, and also, to be clear, we're still not. We're not giving him anything, but we're trying. Clear. We're trying to get um, sponsorship someday. Anyway, so he's he. I I, I mentioned his name as Doctor Cassier in the Tales from the Cliff. He's like, oh yeah, he is like that was with the the little poltergeist. Like yeah, Zelda Rubenstein's like yeah yeah. And it's like yeah, David Warner and everything. So he knows his. His tales from the crypt. So it's like he was in it nice. or something. That's crazy. And he re- he remembers me uh, karaokeing with uh, at, at New Jersey Horrorcon because Richard Greco wanted to sing every karaoke song. Archives <laughs> as fuck. So shut up! I want to sing "Hot for Teacher" next. I'm Richard Greco. You're on drums, Pogo. Let's go. By the way, by the way, John Cassier can do a good uh, karaoke. So no matter if it, it can be like, uh, born in the USA, I was born in the USA. I'm not. Sh- I'm cold daddy of the USA. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if you're trying to do the Crypt Keeper voice or you're trying to be the the late great Gilbert Gottfried right now. But I'm here for both karaoke renditions of it. Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> 
know you really want to make me cry. <laughs> I don't know. That tickles me. I like. I'm, that, no, that's good. Um. So overall, and I ran. I ran so far away. <laughs> what would you give a, a rating of all the monster cons you go to? Where would you rank this amongst them? Give it out of a, a scale of one to ten. Uh, well, other than the fact that I had no money and I had a friend to get me into this thing, uh, at least I could have fun. Oh, I shouldn't mention that, um, I, my friend Crystal Rose and her boyfriend, we, we partied during, during the weekend. So that was great. That was another, another highlight to me. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the only person that, that I could I could talk to somebody that that is one of the hottest people I've I've ever known. So wow, wow. I didn't Rose. know I wasn't on the list. All right, yeah. <laughs> so you know, oh gosh. Uh, well, that's good, man. Uh, <sighs> scale of one to ten, though, Jeremy, where would you rank this on, on your monster cons, chiller theaters, etc.? I won't. I won't tell my wife that I was drinking last night, and I'm still alive. So. I know. I'm. Got, have you had any nosebleeds? I was going to glaze over it, but you're not supposed to be drinking because you've, you're recovering from a stroke. Have you? Have you had any b- bad side effects from this? No, I think I'm perfectly fine, and I, I don't even have any stammering. <laughs> <laughs> that's good it was okay <laughs> I was hanging with my friend Crystal I'm allowed to have beers <laughs> that's, well that's good Jerry I'm, I'm glad you had a hoot of a time um, yes I would like to ask uh, Sweet Ashley a couple of questions now I heard you had a, a show in DC that you've been saving something juicy for here. um yeah, so I I did uh, John Yeager's DMV Comedy Wars, which I actually really like doing. It's like a team thing um, where you have teams from D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Since I'm born in Maryland, I and I'm from Maryland originally, I always represent that team. Uh, may I just say, five years in a row, undefeated. Um, very proud of me. Um, thank you. But... There was a comedian, I think, representing, I don't care, like Virginia, whatever. Very nice. Um, I don't think we've met before. But anyways, uh, I do my set. goes very well. Um, he goes up after me, and he goes, holy shit, I didn't know I was getting to perform with Roseanne. This is insane. And then he goes, I didn't have a dad because he walked out on me. But uh, holy shit, Ashley, you're more of a man than I'll ever be. I wish. <laughs> Is this the re- Roseanne? You know, sometimes I dress a little masculine and I say things that would get me canceled. I don't know what the issue is. Um, but that just tickled me so good to have a man in a pink shirt tell me that he wished i had been his father um, that's just something i've always I've, nice. always I've always aspired to um but yesterday i'm related to that so then yesterday i went and saw one of my best friends they have a, an eight-year-old daughter and um jeremy we pay were, attention you want to hear this this is a hot take about you well so we were we were talking about the podcast and i said oh jeremy's like at monster mania this weekend she's like what is that and i explain it and she goes well what does he dress up as I go, oh, Pogo the clown. And she goes, oh, a clown. And I go, 
yeah and she's like what kind of clown and i look at my friend i'm like can i tell her she's like tread lightly i go a clown that murdered people (laughs) and she goes he's an actor and i go well jeremy's been in movies that's yeah, a way, yeah. yeah that's a way but, to describe jeremy well, oh, no, but, no, he, he he, he's, he's into a uh, gay erotic film <laughs> so so i'm explaining that there's a difference though between jeremy playing like these parts and what you're playing and she goes wait the clown killed people so then we had to explain john wayne gacy and I go, yeah, he killed a, hold on. And we go, yeah, he killed a lot of men. And she goes, no women? And I go, yeah, he he only wanted to kill men. And she pauses. Remember, she's eight years old. She pauses. And then she goes, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. He only killed dudes. That's pretty cool. <laughs> she's like, so I would be safe. <laughs> at, least he, at least he wasn't sexist. You know, that's one thing we haven't really tried to brand Pogo and Jeremy as. Why not be a figurehead for Women's History Month? I mean, you're, you know, you've gotten rid of so many uh, men that, you know, those guys, they talk about Gacy's victims. Were they children? Yeah, sure. But they, you know what else they were? They would have grown up to be white men. And let's face it, that's the problem with society. If anything, Casey did us a favor. It's the me ew <laughs> movement. <laughs> the, 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 fact, the fact of the matter is that... that- that uh, Gacy was so homophobic and he was like, at the same same time, I'm like, hey, just because I don't have sex with um, dudes doesn't mean I still have sex with women, you know? Yeah. Well, don't, don't, don't call me gay just because I <laughs> kill lots of young boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was, that was fun uh, to explain to an eight-year-old that is not my child. And I get to then go home and be like, hey, good luck with those nightmares. Um, I, thought, was- I thought literally that Gacy was like, don't call me gay. I'm bisexual. <laughs> which is, yeah, which is a step up. I mean, uh, come on. I- oh, God. So, yeah, you, so- you know, you could say something like, like this. Or- I am not gay. I have relationships with women and sex with men. And I got news for you. That means you're gay. <laughs> there you go. I fucking love that drop so much. I, I, I drink Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Jeremy. Jeremy, say it, say it one more time. I drink Bud Light. And sex with men. And I got news for you. That means you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) So that was really like all I did this week. One other thing, because I know like, I don't know how much I've ever mentioned on the pod, but there, the three like years I've lived here, there's been like a stray cat that I constantly like to cuddle with and look after. And I have not seen him in a while because I always have the fear because he's a stray cat that like Mm -hmm. he will pass away because he's older. He'll get hit. Like I always know that that's a reality. Yesterday I'm coming down my stairs and I see this adorable cat it's him his name's momo um laying in our garden so i go over and hang out with him he curls into my lap he wants to be cuddled i'm like this is this is magical and then out of nowhere we touch noses and then he bites me in the fucking face (laughs) blood running down my face had to go upstairs um, so fingers crossed I don't get rabies. <laughs> 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 but 
Well, that's lovely. I'm, I'm glad. You had yourself a real Russian doll kind of day. Um, the, the first thing is you take the cat and throw it as hard as you can. My um, relationship with animals is like my relationships with men. I'm like, I desperately want to love you. And they're like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I want it dead. <laughs> oh, can can I can I point? Did you see my last um, uh, um, chat? Um, no, but I can look. Let's see what Jeremy threw in chat here. Uh, oh, we have lots of pictures. Oh yeah, oh. the uh, the shit pants guy. But also, oh. Oh. also, also, this is the Baltimore Krampus. Oh, that's awesome! And I love the oh. fact that it's Baltimore. That picture, though, I wish you would not. Ugh. Oh, I just Baltimore wish that all campus. white people would look like this in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. You mean they so. don't? <laughs> oh, they got, we got a couple of good pictures in here. Okay. Yeah, I'd be happy to throw them up on the Instagram if you don't mind, Jer. They were awesome. There we go. Okay. I pretty much show, showed as pretty much every single lar- large-breasted female as I could. So. Oh, Jeremy, yeah. you got to type. <laughs> I like the girl terrifier. The picture of the girl terrifier who literally just looks like a mime. That's she's just oh, a regular um, mime. But I what is this guy? It. Who's the guy with the shit coming? coming <laughs> that is, that is that is Stinky Pete, and I know his real name on on Facebook. I, I might keep. If, if you want, his name is F- Fulmer. You know, Pete I like Fulmer. I like it. We didn't ask, but you gave it up anyway. So, uh, Stinky Pete is he? He's only semi older than, than his actual uh, cosplay. Have you known this guy for a long time? And does is he, are you like uh, uh, friendly adversaries, or like uh, is it like a Rocky and Apollo kind of thing where you're like fellow? Like, are you are you on a stinky? Where does he rank on the cosplay levels at these shows? Like, is he? He's not Pogo. He's not commanding Pogo uh, uh, numbers. I think he's almost. He almost got jacked up from the cops because he was on the boardwalk, Atlantic City, with his character with the shit all over. Oh, it. So to, the best way to describe to our listeners uh, what Stinky Pete is, he looks like he's wearing uh, like an old man mask, like a flesh mask, uh, cut off t-shirt, wearing also a, a medical gown, full on um, adult diaper with uh, what appears to be shit coming out of both ends near the legs and running down his legs and shit all over the outside of the diaper as well um can i just say how upset i am about this picture because i feel that he is appropriating my culture <laughs> there's also <laughs> By the I, can way, see, I can see ashley's cosplay working so if you, if i you... start walking around and they're like ashley's is so realistic it even smells <laughs> i i i also like in this picture so this this picture you just have a behind shot of him going up the escalator um that we're looking at right now and um uh-huh. is you can see the 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 two only reactions you can give to this. Over his left shoulder is a lady who couldn't be more tickled to see this guy covered in human shit, um, just laughing her ass off. Looks like somebody that would hoard poo herself. And then over the other one, you can see this lady on the balcony and goes, I just came to fucking work today. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't sign up for any of this. Oh. This is like the other lady is questioning every life choice she's made. That's led her up to this point in time. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm working at the, I thought, yeah, hotel manager. This would be a great job. <laughs> this would be a great job. And that's what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> it looks like every time I think about having a child, 
that looks like the blowout every parent ever tells me with their kid in a diaper. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to have any. Like, you, The fun part is, is that, yeah, I've experienced many blowouts having both of uh, my kids and dealing with them over the years. The problem ones are, it's actually the ones that squirt up the back that get all Ugh. the way. I one time picked up one of my daughters. I want to say it was Sue. And when I got her out, she had somehow rocketed shit all the way up. So the back yep. of her head was covered in shit. Yep. And that was just... A like there's just some though where you just take them exactly how they are and you just yeah. run a bath you just we yeah. go uh, and we don't take anything but, off everything goes in the bath and we slowly <laughs> rinse this off but not only is that insane because like every parent has told me this at some point but the idea that not only does that happen but what if as adults that still happened to us be like hey man i can't go out tonight I don't have enough time because I had a blowout and it went all the way up my shirt. It's in my hair. <laughs> is, is, is this a question that's a bad, a bad question that um, children stay eternal except when they're tr- retarded? Yeah. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> What? I, it's kind of it's like you never grow up, but you never grow up. You just stay a midget. Oh, so. okay. Um, oh. I don't know exactly what you're getting at, Jeremy, but you know what? I think the heart of it um, is still also like something really bad, and I support that. Um, Jeremy, really you're like, like our Benjamin Button. Your body keeps aging, but you have the mind of a child. <laughs> I, I, I can almost talk like normal now. <laughs> you're like you're like that movie with Robin Williams called Jack. You know, where it's just same as Benjamin Button. You just keep getting older. But, yeah, simple yeah. Jack is exactly what I was thinking of. Now, um, the hey, I'm, think, I'm thinking of like do, doing comedy again, where I use the N word all the time. Oh, you know easy what? there, Jeremy. I'm on Kramer. <laughs> you know what, Jeremy? I'm all for it. Just don't go on Come Town, because then, like, years later, you're going to get canceled when you're on tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, can I play you guys? Who, who's thing? Nick Mullen? Can I can I play you guys one thing here? Uh, yeah. I do have. Um, so, um, shout out to uh, listeners of ours, uh, Meat Garden. Uh, Meat yes. Garden uh, are aspiring uh, metal artists, uh, and uh, I think their album is possibly out on iTunes and stuff right now. So you should go check it out. Go download. It. I, Highly I recommend. Owe, I, I I owe uh, Meat Garden some real metal because I know they can understand the uh the the death metal so they do they understand the death and uh jeremy so much so that uh there is now a track on their album uh, uh that shares our namesake uh, Ooh. and i have it here it is just an instrumental interlude uh but i'll i'll, I'll share it with you and the track is called wood worthless um <laughs> Here is a little bit of Wood Worthless uh, by the great Meat Garden.
anyway, there's like another forty seconds of that. Jeremy, uh, I it could, could be some more uh, some more King Diamond. Man, don't ever do that again. Um, so I will say, Jeremy, one thing that this song lacks, and this is something that in the past you've helped me out with before. Sometimes I'll, I'll write a song, and I can't think of lyrics to come up with you know to like really flesh it out i think this has been most famously done when i sent you this song which i called sexy funky song uh and you sent it back as the hit single dingleberry which is still to this day every wednesday night a game night we're always playing dingleberry jeremy if if i sent you this track do you think you could lay down some vocals on this uh and maybe punch up the meat garden song i love every time you're enthusiastic for the um every uh instrumental and every time i think how can i destroy this to make, make the most gayest song i can possibly think yeah so. i mean you're doing you do you do a good job of that would you uh, so if i send this over to you would worthless do you think you could maybe maybe you know just for the meat garden guys them being great fans you think we could get throw some lyrics on there for them everything everything that i think when 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 you do this i'm like what kind of song would John Wayne Gacy make? Oh, so. there you go. Okay. Um, Meat Garden is also what I call Eric's untrimmed crotch. <laughs> Stop. Oh, man. Oh, I'm making legumes down there. That's what I call the herp. Um, In my uh, wicked garden of meat, yeah, I'm STP. I, I'm Scott and Scott Ian from Anthrax. Okay, that was aggressive, and I liked it. Hey, guys. my wicked garden of meat. <laughs> shout outs, shout outs to uh, big fans of the show, uh, Meat Garden. We love you. Thank you very I've, much. I've, I've heard of songs from like the nineties once. I think that's uh, ACP. So. That is true. Uh, uh, let's get into today's movie, though. This week it was my pick, and I picked a two thousand nine movie that Jeremy was so excited that he forgot he had already watched this before. Pandorum, uh, a movie that uh, directed by Christian Albert uh, and uh, writers Travis Malloy and Christian Albert, starring the great Dennis Quaid, Ben Foster. Um, this, uh, oddly enough, uh, if this movie feels like something that we've done before, Jeremy, what would you say this movie is like? Uh, every other space movie with uh, salvage, or if if on a ship <laughs> in the ocean, sometimes. <laughs> so, Jeremy made a point to me earlier this week. He's like, "Oh, great! I guess we're just gonna do every fucking alien ripoff movie that's ever existed. That's what we're gonna do now." <laughs> oh, are they lost in space? Oh, are there aliens on the ship? Oh, is there this? Uh, and then, uh, so Jeremy was a little bit perturbed, but I personally think Pandorum is a nice take on the genre, and I like the gothic feel of the ship inside it looks a lot like uh, uh another one of my favorite movies the event horizon which isn't which isn't a far stretch because event horizon uh you know uh by uh ws anderson um was the director of that he actually helped produce this movie so there is a little bit of connection between the two uh this kind of reminds me of one of the later episodes of the walking dead where they find this house with uh i don't i don't think it was how how anyway anyway they <laughs> the two the two black people in the episode they go into a house and of course it's like the people under the stairs through the entire house where they crawl like like 
crazy white people like but they're animals now mm-hmm. and of course <laughs> of course i'm like the thing the thing is like uh, well of course they're crazy animal thing but but their house is ma- immaculate versus a, a normal woodworth house where where everything is completely filled like or giant rats. Oh yeah, Woodworth and, and with, well, with hoarding. So well, what, at least one of the Woodworths. Um, now the the, the Woodworth houses do. It's they, called Dad Woodworth and me. Yes, Jer- yes. Jeremy's house does resemble like if you if I were to give you like an idea, think of the movie Don't Breathe. Um, very similar. I mean, I can't. I can't when, wait when when Ashley comes over and she looks like looks in my my man cave and just look look of oh my gosh what has he done why <laughs> why so at this point at this point i'm too deep in to this podcast to to be shocked uh, I, I can't can't be shocked anymore i did watch the wrong movie though um because i accidentally watched pandora come and it was just two hours of tommy jizzing on his closet <laughs> so <laughs> so let's start with the the title of the movie itself pandorum which is uh the movie phrase that's made up for this movie to uh basically describe this captain's log i'm tired so tired i can't believe my own partner attacked me maybe if I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space madness. Ah, it's space madness. That's all Pandorum is. You could wake up and go crazy with the space madness. Can we can we just pretend the the the, the soundtrack is just Guar? Yes, can we do- yes, I did. The, so the monsters are pretty fucking rad in this. They are. Uh, uh, I think the monsters look cool, and they all do look like uh, Techno Destructo to a certain degree, uh, with little parts of uh, you know Jizmac kind of mixed in in the in the uh, the whole scheme of things. But yeah, they do look like a tribe uh, that worships the uh, scum dogs of the universe, Guar for sure. Can we do maybe cool play? to park oh we gotta go through this universe to find a cool place to park (laughs) yes yeah so uh i'll just hop right into uh the movie itself i personally love it the film begins uh on the um uh, on a spaceship called the elysium which is left earth in search of a habitable planet that uh they have found many years before uh the search for is this the is this the spaceship with uh, Matt Damon? No, not that. Not it's it's not that. Uh, it's not Elysium. It's not the okay. movie Elysium. This is another another spaceship named the Elysium. Uh, Matt Damon. So, uh, uh, as the as they're on their uh, hundreds of years voyage to get to this planet that uh, looks inhabitable and Earth-like, uh, they're left with a message that says, "You're all that's left of us. Good luck. God bless." Godspeed, and uh, so Earth is just cooked. There's no Earth left. There's just the only inhabited, the only humans left in the universe are uh, floating on the Elysium, going it across was a, the it stars. Was after, it was after the the destruction of Earth by the Vogon construction fleet. That is true. And then, as the Tannins and Xenu invaded, uh, little parts. No, it's not Scientology. Uh, Bauer, uh, who's played by the, the actor Ben Foster, you might remember him. I remember him actually most from 30 days of night uh i love him in that movie and i don't think we've ever done 30 days of night but we, we have not that i'm aware of 
um he's i mean i i loved him in x-men like i know they weren't as mm-hmm. popular the ones he was in but and i do love him Archangel. in x-men i think he's wait Sorry? what about what about 28 days of night or 28 days with uh sandra bullock no um, you're i'm currently on a 28 day cycle that's why well, i've been a bitch this week i um, never watched it because i never finished 27 dresses the prequel um so i'm still working my way up there um, but, um 28 28 days of the uh the, uh, the elastic pants <laughs> yes there you go and, yeah that's how i feel this week because i'm bloated um <laughs> so <laughs> so i actually but what i really quickly what i remember ben most was when i was little he was a little bit older than me he was on the disney channel what was he on Does the disney channel I, I, I don't know um hold on are you, are you thinking of britney spears no he was this adorable hold on oh, i don't know flash forward Yes, I loved him in that. Oh, show. he was adorable. He Look was at adorable. him. Oh my goodness, he's got a I'm, real boy next door kind of vibe. He does. He looks like he well, could be a Fred Savage's brother too. He from does. When he was little. No, I love him because like he was a great kid actor, and then he kind of disappeared. It felt like for a while, and didn't do as much. But then he has like flourished to end up having like a really good career now as an adult. I love him in most of the stuff he's he's done. I thought he was great in this overall. I did. I mean, no, he does a great job in it he uh he manages to wake up from hypersleep because basically the flight crews go on for like a couple like three years at a time so you know you don't have to eight, be a million years old by the time you get there or whatever and have lived your whole life just uh traveling uh i, I also really love uh randy quaid because he's like shitting all over the bridge <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah the, the, the shitter's full i'm randy quaid i'm break- <laughs> making a spaceship um eric real quick mm-hmm. about ben foster um and i hope you don't mind me pointing this out so he he wakes up out of like hypersleep and he's got a beard and actually he looks great but he decides to shave it and i'm like no he's doing a tommy simbazo he's shaving his light eared oh no his light eared <laughs> and now he looks like a dominican great <laughs> um so shout out tommy simbazo got his beard eared professionally cut <laughs> yesterday and he came over for pussy practice and he got it done by a dominican bar Barber and he looks like the <laughs> sharpest. He is like a he's basically got a black guy's cut as a beard yeah, right now. He's good. <laughs> it kind of rules. What he's kind gonna... of kind of words in into the beard? Any 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 letters? No 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 letters no lines. But it's it's sharp. He looks like Kratos. He's um, gonna start. He's gonna start selling black tar heroin tea. <laughs> <laughs> So I like when they come out of hypersleep, both him and Dennis Quaid uh, kind of wake up and they're covered with all this like dead skin that's like <sighs> ah! ew, ew, disgusting. Um, <laughs> space movies are so wet, like yeah. across the board. It's the one thing I hate about space movies is everything's goopy. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, Ridley Scott is very important about. Yeah, well, in in a hyperspeed, everybody's got to be uh, naked, but apparently the actors weren't really cool about it. But we could at least at least the the girls could be topless. So I I I, I got that in the, in the in the movie Alien. So now because I'm a misogynist. Okay, cool. I'm Ridley Scott. I want to see lake naked women. 
All right, Ridley, look at that. You love a you love filming a titty for here and there. Un- unlike my brother who's dead, Tony Scott of Top Gun. Hi, yeah. Ridley Scott. <laughs> got, it's Robert Logie. No, it was Robert Logier all along. Also, Randy Quaid. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> they both wake up. They look at the tattoos on their arms and realize, holy shit, we're not in an internment camp. We're actually here to work. And we are now have to get the reactor back online while we figure out what the hell has happened here. Where the hell is the crew? And we better get the reactor running before the ship blows up because that would be bad. Uh, so, Peyton, played by Dennis Quaid, uh, goes and is basically the, uh, the eyes and ears while, uh, while Bauer goes out to find his way through the vents. Um, now, as he's making his way through the tubes, he uh, finds a dead body and ends up, like, face-planting into it. And I was like, whew, good thing this dead body was here so I didn't die. It broke my fall. Whew, nice one. Uh <laughs> But uh, he gets down into the storage corridors where he comes across a woman uh, named Nadia, though you never get to actually hear her name spoken in this movie at all, played by uh, Anche Touré. Uh, Anche Touré, uh, I believe, is a French actress, and that means... um, hot in movies um no but she is uh she's also in the man of steel woman of gold and uh criminal which uh i do only remember her from man of steel briefly now i'm glad i'm glad that her breasts are dirty yes with, she with is the dirtiest the clean at no time does she ever have a clean titties it's always looks like she's uh gre- like she's just been working on a hot rod all day and had no paper towel and just like oh i'll just use these old things she probably doesn't even work with with um, electric vehicles Vehicles. Nope, never would. She is, she's a fucking hot rodist. Um, now, uh, she probably wouldn't test, touch a Tesla or a Volt. She uh, she quickly does run away, and uh, as he shines the light, he gets to see this figure who's uh, hanging up there. You're like, oh, that's not good. Um, but quickly, that thing uh, gets um, fucking eaten. Uh, Bauer. Uh, the woman pops up and then attacks Bauer, mugging him at knife point. She holds him down, takes all his supplies, and orders him to remove his shoes. But is as he's about to take his shoes off, like uh, he's wearing Jordans in Baltimore, uh, she threatens to gut him, and uh, then she resists because something is nearby. Nadia runs away, and we get to see the blue light and blowtorches uh, and spears carried by these fucking... Basically, the best way to describe them is monsters from guar uh guar slaves if you will some of them don't have noses they look kind of badass uh but yes ashley sorry um maybe eric was right actually in the beginning maybe this is jews in space because the tattoos and then she wants his shoes <laughs> welcome uh, to, uh, I can, welcome I, to I, our, I, our working title right now space jews um <laughs> That was, that was the end of uh, history of if your history of mankind with uh, Mel Brooks. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Instead space. of Pandorum, it's it's Panpurum. They they changed they changed it to Spaceballs though. Um, it's matzo balls. But but uh, also I'm I'm very th- thankful that um that the movie has a naughtiest theme. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. I'm Nadia. I'm French. Okay. Uh, 
I am not. Young, 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 young in the Restaurants is Nadia's theme, by the way. <laughs> I, I just... Doesn't anybody watch the Brung Young and the Restless? No, I don't have cable. I'm too goddamn no. poor. It's regular TV. It it's is for Young TV. and the Restless. It's been on for like 100 years I now. Can, I, I'll just say I've never I've never watched an episode of Thank that. Uh, I think I've maybe watched an episode of... Um, of General Hospital. The show, the show started with Al Jolson. I'm young and the restless. Cha-cha! The only soap opera I watch is whatever night Eric tells me WWE is happening. I do. Uh, yeah, the only... I, I, you know what? I got that confused because the only thing I've ever really uh, watched was... Um, uh, that the Christina Applegate one, The Young and the Breastless. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's holding it a laugh, but it's there. I see it. Woo! <laughs> Damn, Eric, give her one of yours. Uh, she can have mine. I give them. Uh, oh isn't, isn't she fat now? No, she's still so beautiful. You shut your horish mouth. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'll take a fat Kirstie Alley any day. Jesus Christ, Alley is you're dead. both. You're both like. So she has unfortunately gained weight. Like, I know it must suck for her. I'm saying she has MS, I believe, like really bad. Mm. So she's got a cane now and everything. Why don't we just get her, well, let's get her windows. She doesn't have to live with DOS. Anyway, their memories are starting to return and uh, sh- they start to remember their mission. Peyton stays. Uh, Jesus says Christ, you're a retard. <laughs> Peyton says that. There's no rescue nor turning back. Uh, and it turns out the Elysium is not hauling cargo, but they are the cargo. This is, you know, these are all the people that are supposed to inhabit the planet. There were supposed to be 60,000 passengers on board. Uh, but... Uh, at the end of the group's turn a, a couple of years, they were supposed to wake up the next group and debrief them, but uh, things gone uh, all to shit. Uh, remembering, they start to remember that they're supposed to be going to Tannis, and, uh, but the uh, the lady says that, uh, you know, I think we've been asleep for a lot longer than you think we have been. Um, not sure how much time has passed. Everything is defunct. Nobody's uh, thing. And there's fucking monsters roaming the hallways of this ship. So shit's getting real. Um, eventually, he's able to find some non-lethal riot guns, which I think are pretty cool. I like the little uh, blasters that he gets where he, uh, I mean, and they actually at point blank range look pretty fucking lethal. Um, do, do, you, do you get the, uh, the the guns on on part of the plane just like in dead space or something? It is kind of dead spacey. I see where you're, where you're going with that. Sure. Well, yeah. The one thing we know, though, is those non-lethal riot guns definitely weren't made in St. Louis. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, uh, but Bauer uh, cuts him down, and we get to introduce uh, by a uh, uh, Walking Dead alum, uh, Norman Reedus, who uh, shows only, up as a little the only, cameo the, here. The only, the only thing to fight with those gu- those in riot guns are skateboards. Yes. <laughs> so, in space. I can't believe I forgot that Norman Reedus was in this. Yeah, just yeah. a small bit part in here. Um, he, uh, but uh, he ends up having to fight one of the creatures uh, in hand-to-hand combat, and they're good. They can jump really high. They're pretty fast, and uh, they uh, he ends up 
getting his ass saved by uh, a man who is also on the ship that is a full kung fu artist, which I just love that this guy comes out of nowhere and he's just like, I've been training my whole life in two things, agriculture and how to fucking do karate. (laughs) And they all take turns eventually just stabbing the shit out of this thing. Like, I love when they finally get to kill it and they're all like, it's all just three of them jabbing them at the same time. It's pretty cool. Does anybody fight with a crossbow? (laughs) Only Norman Reedus. (laughs) Well, I was going to say about Norman Reedus, like as someone who would know when I saw that scene of him hanging up and he's like, oh, my God, is he dead? I'm like, let me tell you. (laughs) He's not. Um, Is that is that an actor's name? Because I think Daryl was in this. So (laughs) so. uh as he's uh as they're trying to flee there they uh they kill the one and then all of a sudden there's like 50 more of them and they think they're about to pounce on them and be like fucked but instead they just eat the dead guy that they just killed they go ah, and just devour him i was like also pretty pretty rad part there's no waste on the space station here you know food is hard to come by and uh meat is meat so uh does, that, does anybody make a distinction between uh slow alien uh, cannibals in, in space or fast alien cannibals in space? Um, you know, I either or I could go. I personally like a fast one. I think they're a little bit scarier, you know. At least one uh, alien is, like, naked. So, yeah. a naked alien in the space. Then they close that glass door and they tap on the window to draw them all there so they can go to the second floor. I gotcha. So- or, or at least at least the creepy baby alien. Baby, <laughs> I'm a hate- the funny alien baby. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I also like uh, as they're fleeing there, uh, somebody else wakes up out of hypersleep and immediately gets devoured. And uh, it's worth mentioning this is uh, the first movie that's actually uh, Ben Foster's brother, John Foster, who gets completely devoured. And it's the first time they ever worked on a movie together. Um, so he got to watch his brother mauled to death uh, by by mutant uh, mutant humans. It was pretty good. Uh, fingers that. crossed yeah you, you, you got <laughs> ashley it'll happen okay don't force it now um <laughs> every uh the decide he he's able to keep nadia and uh his new asian friend together uh at, on this quest to get the uh drive started but they they do run into this guy and he's probably my favorite bit part actor in here uh i'm looking up his name but he plays the character where is he here? Yes, Eddie Rouse, who plays Leland, who is like this completely crazed loon. He's like, you know, they can't get in here unless I want him in here. Why would you want him in here? Don't ask, don't ask me crazy questions like that. And he's uh, he ends up. Is he the crazy black actor? Yeah, he's the crazy black actor. Correct. And uh, he uh, he's like, why don't you come down here and we'll talk? He's like, uh, maybe I don't want to come down there. Maybe I want to tell you about the secret of jazz. And he <laughs> he uh, he. He he's like it's okay. I know how to cook, even though everything has to be oil based. I I can still make good stuff. But he ends up uh, giving them a whole history of like he's like I've been around for a while. I could tell you a little bit what happened. And basically, he lays out the story while also showing that Dennis Quaid is starting to remember more of what's going on with him, and he's starting to realize who he is a little bit more. Um, comes he to find reali- out he realizes he's actually in um, Martin Short's body. Correct, and uh, uh, 
basically what he tells through the hieroglyphics that are on the wall that uh, the this loon Leland has uh, put on there as he's drugging uh, his new friends so he can eat them. Um, are, are they also part of the Nightbreed ship ship in space? Yes, they are part of the Nightbreed. That is correct. And uh, you slowly start to realize that uh, 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 the they got the word that earth had exploded. A lot of people didn't take that well and started to get affected a little bit by the space. The crew... I woke up this morning and the earth was gone. I went on Elysium to come my way. And then something Nadia and I'm, I'm in space. That's it. That's what I got. It's my uh, favorite. I can't remember all the Boston songs. Okay, um, so uh, as the space madness uh, overtook the crew, uh, one of the captains and the crewmates that were awake, they ended up killing all the hierarchy, so it was only just one, and he went completely mad and started banishing people to the bottom uh, depths of the uh, um, uh, ship, and uh, these monsters combined with, I guess, some of the fluid and chemicals that they were going to give us to humans to adapt to the new planet. It, um, started to evolve themselves in the below decks to become these ridiculous mutated humans uh, that had to survive on what they could. Okay, because I have watched this movie more than once, mm-hmm. including oh the other night. Gosh. I could not figure out. I missed that part every time. I was like, where do these things fucking come from? That is what I've missed this entire movie several times. So they get mutated, you're saying, from yes. crap that's spilled in the ship? No, it's so they they're when they're in the pods, they're automatically given this like serum or whatever. It's that orange shit that he pulls out of his his wrist. Okay. And what it is is it's supposed to help uh humans be more adaptive to the planet that they're going to. So it's gotcha. a, basically it's an accelerant of it's an evolutionary accelerant so that they can Ew. survive on the new planet that they're going to. Uh unfortunately because they never made it to the planet, everybody who was there lived generations uh about 6 or 7 generations cuz they've been asleep for about 900 years and evolved in 9 generations into the these cannibalistic humanoids that will just murder you at the drop of a hat. Uh, does that make sense? Are we all on the same page now? Sure. Where Where is the part of the society that they destroyed part of it and, and the, the important workers for the engineers? So they killed those, but they only have like telephone sanitizers and like Walmart uh, greeters in part of society left. Jeremy, what year do you think they developed fentanyl on the ship? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. So uh, we then, uh, so then luckily Ben Foster is playing Bauer is, is able to convince uh, uh, Leland not to kill him. He was like, you hear the ship ship's going to explode and we're all going to die. He's like, how much time we got? Maybe an hour or less. He's like, 
all right, you got a point. I'm going to let you live. <laughs> I'm going to let you live for now. And uh, it culminates in them having to go down to the engine room, which is the nest of all this. And I love the, like, the sea of mutant humanity he has to crawl through, which just looks like a giant like fuck pile of like sleeping mutants. And he's just covered himself. He's like, yeah, I'll disguise myself um, just as shittily dressed and oily as I can as I crawl through all of them. And then uh, he's able to eventually get the reactor started, which actually vaporizes a bunch of them, which is kind of nice. The karate guy ends up having a one-on-one full-on kung fu fight with a stick, which the chieftain like hands him. He was like, you better have a weapon if you want to do this. And he ends up fucking going back and forth. But he does kill this guy by ripping off his own spike as he's biting him and stabbing him in the neck. But the little kid one comes over that they didn't kill earlier, like, oh, it's only a child, immediately slashes his neck. And which just goes to show, you'd never trust a demon kid mutant. You gotta kill him right away. I do love, I do love that the guy throws him a stick. Like, let's be men. Let's have an equal fight. And then yeah. he bites him. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, I, the stick was freeing up my biting lips. Um, so, yeah, he ends up, uh, unfortunately, sweet, sweet uh, Mon, uh, played by, uh, I'm not making this up, Kung Lee, uh, is, is, then, uh, is then killed. And then uh, well, all we're left with is basically uh, Bauer, uh, Bauer and Nadia as they are headed to the deck. Now, the whole time, uh, Dennis Quaid has now realized that uh, he's found this other guy that uh, we find out who he's been having conversations with and having a full-on Pandorum attack, uh, that this is actually him when he was younger and he doesn't exist at all, and that um, that person actually is him. And he was the guy that sent the ship into all this mayhem, and uh, he's just been asleep for like 40 years, and he didn't remember that he's been a complete loon this entire time. But now he remembers, like, yeah, now I I forgot. I tried to be God for a while, and why would I give that up? Um, So... That is crazy. Just, oh, like sorry. Randy, just like Randy Quaid. <laughs> Eric, can you tell me, if you have it up, who is that actor that's playing young Dennis Quaid? Because he looks so familiar. Uh, his name is Cam uh, Gigadet. Gigadet. Do we know anything he's been in? Well, let's see. Sorry. I... But I just know his face, I feel like, besides this movie. Yeah, he I mean, he has a handsome face. He looks like Wish version of Channing Tatum. Um, uh, he plays James from the Twilight series. Uh, he's also I, thought it was movie... Matt, I thought it was Matt Damon. He's also in the movie Never Back Down, uh, no. which is a MMA-based movie, I believe. <laughs> and uh, he's also in the movie Priest from 2011 he plays hicks Uh, maybe that's what i know him from but no you're kind of right he he looks like a less popular version of other famous people like a young great value version of ryan philippe (laughs) yeah i could see that Uh, not he was like you could you use a ryan philippe with straight hair (laughs) um so i I like i like the jerry lee lewis of of the spaceship captain you take my word my brain (laughs) 
So um, okay. Jerry Lee Lewis, rest in yeah. peace. So uh, or Jerry Lewis. The uh, they make it to the deck. He realizes he's full on crazy, and he was just like, "No, we're never leaving the ship. What are you talking about? Uh, you got you got to give in and and stop messing around. This Pandorum is great." And he then ends up fighting Nadia as well as Bauer. They have a struggle to see who can get it. Um, they realize that they finally open up the windows above them and they can see that, um, wondering where they are uh, and how many years they've been there, they're actually on the planet. They're just underwater on the planet that they're on already. They which, just need to get out. Which I thought was kind of a fun twist. Yeah, they're they're like, you know, it's like when you go to sleep in the car and you're like, where are we? And we're like, we're already there. You're like, fuck yeah, that rules. I thought we were going to have to travel like another couple hundred years. We're off course now. We're on the fucking planet. All you got to do is open the doors, um, which they well, do accidentally because the Pandorum and the space madness has gotten to Bauer. He thinks there's monsters breaking in, but there's not. And he blasts it, and it bursts a hole that kills uh, Randy Quaid as they uh, go and escape. And uh, after they've breached the hull, and the water starts pouring in, they get into these little escape pods, uh, the ship just automatically launches the survivors off that are already stuck in them, jettisons them up, and sure enough, the monsters are drowned. The rest of humanity, which only numbers in 1,200 people, are all alive and now going to live on the new Earth, which is virgin, new, and not as mutated that we know yet, which would bring us to an end of Pandorum. Ashley, what were you saying? What do you got? I don't remember anymore, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> well, your final thoughts on Pandorum? I actually really like this movie. I actually really like this movie. I saw it when it first came out. Um, was a big fan then, and I still enjoy it. It is. I think it's a fun twist on uh, on on th- on tropes that we've seen. It's a good mashup of a lot of different movies. That you get a little bit of Event Horizon. You get a bunch of Alien. You get at least a semi. You get to. It's not just. I like that the stakes in it aren't just. Oh, we need to live. Oh. It, Literally all of humanity is depending on me not dying in this movie. I like that aspect of it. So high stakes plus a little bit of psychological. Is this person that? I mean, we gla- I really glazed over the whole uh, uh, Dennis Quaid and Gallo interactions, which is a- actually ends up being him. But that's like a whole other movie in and of itself that's kind mm-hmm. of fun. Uh, you got plenty of good gore in this uh, and violence. Just a little bit of scary. You get karate in it. It, it just... it literally is the golden buffet of sci-fi horror movies anything that you like in something it's got a little bit of that uh so i personally love it jeremy you did not like it give us your ebert take on it i'm already forgetting this movie i'm I'm hopefully in a month i will completely have forgotten it but at least (laughs) that it might have it might have had any sort of uh redemption with an actual Dave Brocky or Beefcake or or uh, or or um, the Jaws of Death, and um, also this movie would have been a lot better with Jerry Lee Lewis in the in the bridge. You shake my burrs and my bat on my brain. Ba, 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 ba. The, the, the lady, I'm Jerry Lewis. I don't. I don't I, how did we get to Jerry Lewis again, Jeremy? I, Jerry, I don't know. Jerry Lewis, great balls of fire. But I can only have so many child 
predators in one movie. You know what I'm saying? Like every episode, I can only have like maybe one and it's your alter ego. Oh, he wasn't just that. That was an ancestral child predator. Totally Beetle, different. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Ashley, where can people find you at? You can find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs and you can also find my horror page at Slash and Gash DMV. You can catch me um, with Brian Lina. I'll be headlining the Abingdon Grill April 29th and I will be at the Cellar Door April 30th. And I got a slew of shows coming up. All those things can be found. Uh, just look at my social medias. I haven't updated ericcomedy.com, but you can find links to all my social media there and I could use the traffic. So head there, do that. Come see me at the DC Improv Wednesday if you're listening to this, uh, or Tuesday in DC. Jeremy, take us out of here. I'm possessed in space. Inner space. <laughs>